You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, 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 no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL, picking fatties. What is up? Welcome back to Pickin' Fatties Podcast. Thanks for joining us. It is 4.09, p.m., June 8, 2023. It's your boy Bish Bucks, Skippy Dippy out in Colorado. We got the edge today. We got Dougie Boy from down in South Carolina. Of course, he's uh, one of the hosts of Big Fat Winners podcast. We got Tricky Nicky in DC producing. Fellas, what is up? I got my cocktail right here. It's all good. Happy hour time. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. It's that time of year, boys. We're getting there. Yeah, we'll talk a little football today. We'll talk. That's why we brought you in. Bring bring a little football to the show today. Talk a little NFC. I'm just going to add one little thing and a little NFC East. I'll let you when we get into it because you got a couple questions for Jason because you like to you like to listen and, and make your comments. You're going to club them a little bit. You said about the Cook comment he made, and I'll back. No, I just want a clarification. No, I just want to clip. Well, I'll club them then. Not I'll clubbing. Clarification. Okay. I think he's nuts. I think he's nuts if he said what you said he said, but he'll clarify it because he will clarify it for you and straighten you up. Okay. But Skip, Skip's always trying to start. No, that no, no, no. You, you, said, you called me about it. Who are you? T- you to, who are you talking about? Know? Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah. yeah because oh. on the show you had mentioned you made it seem like he might take like a lower contract, and I think he's going to get paid. Oh, I don't know if I said that word for word. I, I think I threw. No, you were just mentioning like a third down type guy, and, and I'm just thinking he's probably going to get paid. Well, I I think he's better than a third down guy. I don't know if you got me uh, mixed up with Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes doesn't think he's very good. I think I think he's going to. Is he nuts? I think he's going to get paid. I, I think maybe I threw out there. Does he want to go out there and just get the biggest contract and play for a shit team, or does he want to take a little bit less and have a chance to win a Super Bowl? That's why. I probably said yeah, well, something like that. Let me let me answer I think he's, it. For I think he's you. good. I think he's good. Let me let me answer you for you for Dalvin Cook because if if I don't have his age up, but if I'm Dalvin Cook, I know he's got to be 27, 28 now. Yeah. He has yeah. taken a pounding. Mm-hmm. We know the life expect this is his last shot. So go to a team where maybe it depending on how much less I'm gonna take. I mean, winning championships is great, but He's got a chance to take care of us because he will be paid. Whoever, if Cakes thinks he's on, are you guys nuts? That I've seen him absolutely dominate games with an offensive line from Minnesota that can be average sometimes, right? It's not great. And mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. going to get paid. And if yeah. I was him, because this is his last contract, this is it for him. This is it. 32 years old when one, he's yeah. done, 33 yeah. years done. Yeah, it's the last big one. So right. we'll see what he does. But whoever thinks he's average is nuts. I think he's very good. I thought he might get paid. Average. Well, like, I, I mean, thought, I, don't, you know I, don't, I don't know. Well, well, hold on. Hold on. He's not very good anymore. He was very good three, four years ago. He, he's not the same running back he was in 2019 when he had 16 touchdowns. Let's not get it misconstrued here, boys. He's not that Agreed. type of back anymore. I think he's very good depending where he goes. If you put him with Josh Allen, he's very good. Agreed. I, I agree with that. I think he's got. Yeah. I think he's got. He just can't be a back that is going to carry the ball twenty five times a game anymore. Those days are over. 
Now, you don't have a lot of running backs like that anyway. I mean, there's only a couple, two, three, four guys that'll do that. But if he, I think if he goes to, that's a perfect example, goes to Buffalo. Hey, he'd be playing with his brother in Buffalo, James Cook. Right. Yeah. That's the best fit for or him. Or Kansas mean. City. Or Kansas City. Um, hey, you know what? They I, just refuse to get a back in Buffalo. Every year now, it's like they need a true one, you know, first down back, and they just refuse to get him every year. It's like the Redskins and the quarterback, Commanders, same thing. We talk every year, same conversation. Don't even need to address it this year. It's the same thing every year. Every year, I know. And um, losers, losers, losers. Maybe if they get a coach in there, you know, and finally get a coach in there that's going to target a good one, and who knows who that is, then maybe things will change. But no, I think Dalvin Cook is good. He's quality. I think he'd be perfect in a in a two back system where he's not getting the majority of the carries. I think he can be really. No, he's not an inside the five type of guy, but he still has, no. And he's not the be- he's not the best back in the league. No, he's not McCaffrey like on my t shirt right here. <laughs> I still think he has one or two in the right situation because they don't use him out of the backfield as much as I think you could. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And he's it's not like he's he's easy to bring. I mean, in the right scheme, if he's healthy, I mean, he, he can he runs angry. He does run angry. There's not a lot of backs you say, God, darn, he runs angry. I mean, there's a handful, but mm-hmm. some backs don't do it. I'm not saying he's an all pro. He's going to make the whole. I'm saying he's got a couple more years in the right fit in the right situation. I just think if I'm him, I'm going to take the big contract and not. Oh, now, sure. if you want to win a championship, I get it. Now, who does suck is his boys, right? Because we're going to talk a little NFC East before we get into your props and we get into the other NFL. Dougie boy here, the edge, Ezekiel Elliott, is poop, just so you know. Well, yes. you would say that because you're a dummy. I mean, you don't watch. I've watched every Cowboys game for he probably stinks. a decade. If Big you fatty watch, when he got paid. Big fat fucker when he got paid. Don't lie to me. Come on. Bish, I don't know how you deal yeah. with this for 20 years now. Just people talking about sports that just don't even watch the actual. Skip, you'll be the first one to say you don't watch every Cowboys game. So, of course, your, your whole idea is, well, he's overpaid, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if you look at the games Pollard started – that we lost and Zeke didn't play in, those were games we would have won if we had converted a third and two, a, a, you know, a short yardage goal line situation. There was a lot of times where Zeke helped us win games and most people really weren't aware of it because just like I wanted to get into a little more today on the show is, you know, revisionist is history. Like there's certain guys and certain things that happen where people act like they knew it all along. Well, Nobody's watching every Cowboys game. They're just running their mouth about how Zeke's fat and he sucks and he doesn't Stop. have highlights. But they don't watch every game. He's a winner. For part of the problem with Zeke and the Cowboys in general had nothing to do with third and two because he wasn't in there. It had to do with they throw the ball all the time, which is why they got rid of their offensive coordinator. Their play calling sucked half the time. You know that. You've been saying that to me for years. No, that's you just know? another bullshit excuse to bail out the quarterback that sucks. I mean, he's he doesn't suck. Okay, I'm not an idiot. He's good. Did he's you not, not tell me on several occasions while we were talking on the phone after that, you'd, you'd be like, I can't believe that they didn't run the ball there. It doesn't matter who was well, in the I've game. Well, I've always pro-run the ball because my quarterback okay. is a game okay. manager, so, and we should have never had it this whole situation. Because years ago I said, keep Romo in. That's crazy. Zeke came in so out. You admitted this to me 50 times. He came in out of shape. I'm not saying he's not yeah. halfway. He couldn't be good again. I'm saying – he got paid. It happens a lot. He came we'll in at his. 
We'll see this year. We'll lose we more games this correct. year because Pollard's the starting back. Because I'll bet you. Him. Where did Zeke go? Who signed him? Nobody. He'll probably go back to the Cowboys. Nobody. Yeah. I hope so. I'll guarantee you this. I think yeah, he's, he's just out come there. In. He's just out there. I don't care where he goes. Okay. You what? Mark my words. When you see him in in training camp, I'm going to be shocked if he still looks like a big fatty who's been sitting on the couch. I'm going to mark be shocked. my words. We'll lose multiple games because we can't run the clock out. We don't get third. No, and you'll lose Tyler multiple gets games because No, your coach stinks and you know it. And Cowboys are always overrated and it's crazy. I love you though. Let's go. <laughs> Move on. NFC East. Jason, your thoughts, real quick. Well, well I, who back. takes the cake in the NFC East? Hold on. Getting back to to Dallas. And I don't know where Zeke's going to end up. Maybe he ends up back there. But I think Pollard will. I like Pollard, but Pollard's going to get hurt. If they're going to give Pollard the ball a bunch of times. I mean, they went out and and drafted Deuce Deuce Vaughn, but who knows how much he's going to be involved. But um, I think, I mean, tell me if I'm crazy here. Why wouldn't DeAndre Hopkins want to go play in Dallas opposite CeeDee Lamb? And just give your boy another weapon, big time weapon, because he's better than Gallup. He's better. He's better than Brandon Brandon Cooks. But would you pay him all that money? I mean, what do you care? He's legit, but he's a guy that goes by. He goes down more. Uh, I like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't think he puts you over the top. I mean, he could, but I, I don't know. I, I think the Cowboys are always next year's team, and I love the Cowboys, but they're always next year's team as long as Dak's quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you know better than anybody. He this hates, by the, the way, everyone, game. Yeah. He loathes Dak and he loves Tony Romo, and Tony Romo is his best friend. His I'm a realist, brother. Listen, it's not about who you like, who you love. It's about facts, reality. There's 15 to 20 QBs that could have won that game, and Dak didn't because he's a loser in the Correct. clutch. Correct. Period. Hey, at least you're coming to grips. It's not complicated. At least you're to grips with and by the way, if you're if you're wondering, if you're wondering, real quick, while well, the reason the boy right here is the edge. Romo had the most fourth quarter comebacks and game winning drives for a decade from 2006 to 2016. He had the most fourth quarter come from behind victories and game winning drives. That's with guys like Manning, Rodgers, all those other guys who played in that era. But again, just like Skippy said, Zeke sucks. If you ask 90, you know, 90 out of 100 people will say Romo wasn't clutch because they're clueless. No, I thought Romo was clutch, but the reason he had more comebacks than everyone else is because their defense, while with him, True. he did not have a lot of help on well, defense. Garrett was I watched Peyton mad Clapper. I watched Manning go in there, and I think he threw for 700 yards in that game. They yeah. scored, and Romo had a great game, but they couldn't stop a nosebleed yeah. most of the years Romo was there. You know it, and I know it. Yeah. Had, had Romo, had Romo in his prime had some of the defenses they have now, there's no question the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl at least once. 100%. Oh, give, give him Ron Rivera, he wins the Super Bowl. I mean, Garrett was that bad. All right. So, just so everyone knows, the Eagles will win the NFC East again, and the okay. Giants will be better. I think one of the best bets this year, in my opinion, and you know I'm a Niner game guy, I think under 11 when I've seen 11 or 11 and a half wins, season total wins, I think under is a great bet. I think it's a great bet because, first of all, their schedule in the first five or six ain't easy. Great value. They're going to play Pittsburgh on the road. They're going to go out to the Rams. Mm-hmm. They're going to play the Giants in week three. They play Dallas early. I, I just think that especially if Trey Lance is going to be the starter, we don't know anything about Trey Lance. We have no idea how good or bad he's going to be because Purdy ain't going to be ready. And even if Purdy Nothing. was ready, I, I just don't like Brock Purdy for a full season. Um, 
We got lucky last year that McCaffrey was healthy. Great value. Whether it hits or not, it's great value. I mean, that's a, that's a lot to ask for, for Trey Lance. I will say this about that. Over 10 and a half. It points. is. I don't like and it. And 11 like and a half means 12. Oh, 10 and a half, you're saying. It's 10 yeah. and a half or 11 and a half? I thought you said 11 I've, and a half. I've seen 11 10 and, and a half. I'm all in on that. I've seen 10 and a half and I've seen 11 and a half. Either way, just so you just this just me with that too. The thing that scares you about because we saw it with them last year too, they'll be three and four, and you'll be like, "That is a lock that that." And then they'll they'll run off eight nine in a row in the it's crazy what they do in the regular season. But I agree with you. If that's ten and a half, I mean, if, I'm sorry. If that's eleven and a half, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to call that a lock to go. That's a lot of wins with Trey Lance with a team that traditionally every year i think they have i mean it's probably not true but to me just went from a when i watch games they're the most banged up team or one of them in the nfl because of the style of play that they play i mean they and last year they got very lucky on defense and i mean very lucky where they didn't have a bunch of the injuries they did a little bit and then they got everyone healthy but i mean they didn't have the consistent where their de- their defense was intact for at certain times of the year like the whole team it was crazy that doesn't happen all the time because they're a physical. I mean, they're just a physical team. Yeah, I just, I. It's like they're old school. I worry about the quarterback position big time this year. I really do. Um, unless Trey Lance, unless they, unless they coached to. his ass up in the offseason and he's a totally different player. I, I just, you could see Sam Darnold playing some games this year, and you have I, I just, to. I think that's ask, that's asking a lot. And, and that's another that the QB. The QB positions, why my lock of the season as far as win totals is Chargers over nine and a half because other than Mahomes, Herbert's the second best quarterback in the world to me. So I'll take Chargers over nine and a half. And then real quick, also Texans, I'll take over six because I think Stroud's got a chance to be a Hall of Famer. I think he's the second best prospect out of the past four drafts only to Lawrence. Uh, and I think Bryce Young is going to absolutely suck because he'll be on the bench and you can't make a difference when you're hurt. So Panthers under seven and a half. Those are three that I like. And one last one is Packers under seven and a half again, because I don't believe in love at all. You know, what's funny about that? The seven and now I also like the, by the way, I also like the Miami Dolphins under nine and a half. <gasps> Whoa, dude, they're the most stat you do. Wow. That's ballsy. Wow. I love it. Quarterback love it. again though, right? Is that what it is, Bish? Quarterback. And, the, and that division. Come on, man. And the Jets got better. Yeah. I just, I don't yep. have faith that, that two is going to be healthy yep. for 17 weeks. And then you might be looking at Mike White. Oh, he just mentioned the Jets, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I, week I like one, that. lock. Bills hammer the Jets. Week one, lock. Yeah. Bills pound the Jets. Hey, um, hey, real well, quick. Bill, just so you know, Bills struggled. Bills struggled. That's going to be an interesting game. That's going to be an interesting game with the Bills Jets. I think in just switching to college football, I think there's so many good storylines because all of the, like some of the big powerhouse schools, the Georgias, the Ohio States, the Bamas, um, Tennessee, all lost their quarterback. Clemson. State, Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. All have different quarterbacks this year. Now, not so much Clemson because Klubnik played a little bit, but I mean, think about it. You've got Georgia with. And I, Carson Beck might be good. Brock McManagraff, I don't know who's going to start there. Um, Ohio State's got a new quarterback. Um, Bama's got a new quarterback. 
Penn State's got a new quarterback. Tennessee's going to have a new quarterback. I mean, I just think there's a lot of cool storylines because there's so many question marks at the quarterback position in the top seven to ten. And Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's got Sam Hartman. Hartman's going to be amazing for them. Yeah, he could easily be the top pick or second pick to Caleb Williams. 100% that's an underrated team with him because the problem he had at Wake Forest against good teams, he would be under so much. He would get absolutely annihilated. Some Like he would get just hammered and get up and be like, fuck, and he'd walk away. But Notre Dame's got the big, big dogs. I think that is a underrated team. And I think watch out when they win the ACC, man. I'm telling you, because if he stays healthy, he he's legit. I mean, he turned Wake Forest into what he did. I mean, for reals. Well, the magazines are out, baby. You know what time it is. And Dougie, you know you know more about this than me, but they played that slow mesh offense, where oh, you know, it's kind of oh, like I hate that. I mean, it was it's kind of yeah. They're not playing that in Notre Dame. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's it's just very interesting how many right. different storylines you're going to see at quarterback, especially now. Michigan's got. McCarthy back. I'm not a McCarthy fan. I don't know how you guys feel, but um, you know they got Blake Corn back to run and Donovan Edwards, so they got plenty of RBs. But I just think there's going to be a lot of question marks amongst the top three or four because of the quarterbacks. I don't think that kid will be starting. I don't think McCarthy by the end of the year will be starting. I think the kid, his, his name slipped in my mind. I was just looking it up. Um, he's a really highly touted, like five-star recruit kid. I can't think of his name, but he's athletic freak. I think he'll be starting for them at quarterback by the end of the year. Oh, Alex Orgy, freshman. I think he's got a shot, man. And if you're Harbaugh, why wouldn't you want know, a kid man. to, you know, have a chance to have him start three or four years, you know? Because next year, I mean, everybody's getting in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it's like you might as well get the kid ready and really try to win it all because they've been, they've been on the doorstep enough. I mean, I think Harbaugh wants to really break through this kid's six, three, two stud from Texas. He can run. I mean, you're starting to see a lot more teams. I mean, look at, look at uh, Caleb Williams, look at Drake may you're seeing guys who are capable of playing, get in there as a freshman. And now you get three years with the guy. And I think that's the move that Harbaugh might say when he sees McCarthy scoring uh, 25, you know, 30, barely 30 a game against Rutgers. There's going to be so many cool storylines this year in football. And then, of course, next year you expand the playoffs. Not this year, but next year. Like you said, it's going to be unbelievable. 12-team playoff in two years. Yep. Skippy dippy. Do you hate that, Bish? I hate it. I hate the changes. I'm an old man. I don't want any change. I hate all the changes. I actually love it. I wish they'd go more. No, I do. I wish they'd go more because you know what? The bowl games outside, when you get to 12, why wouldn't you just go – to 25 seriously why wouldn't you just do that and put a form because no one cares outside of the top 12 now you got bowl games that still nobody cares about go you they could make it so much so incredibly interesting like march madness does because believe me when i tell you there are tcu teams out there that would pull a couple of upsets and in college football the upset is so much bigger than it is in college basketball it would be it would be must watch. I mean, I can't believe the old farts in the NC. They should get rid of every one of those motherfuckers. Seriously, bring in some young new blood for the NCAA and let's get after. Bring in 25, 30 teams and see what happens. Yes, some of the teams are going to get hammered, but we've seen you see it every year. Some team that's supposed to be good loses to a team. You're like, what? I mean, it would be must watch TV. Now, at the end, you're probably going to get a lot of the same teams, but 
make the road a little tougher. And and the format they have, by the way, in the playoffs is so silly. Like a team like Alabama, if they get there, they're in three different venues in three weeks because of the SEC championship and this and that. It's so dumb, the NCAA. They're so stupid in football. It drives me nuts. The greatest. I mean, it, it is. It's such a great watch. It's a spectacle to watch. I mean, when you watch TCU last year in the playoffs, you couldn't believe what you were watching when you watched them rush for almost 400 yards and you're like, Okay, okay, well, now Michigan's going to get it, right? Now they're going to do it. And, of course, Georgia did what they did. Georgia did what they did. And even though I think Michigan's going to be back in the mix again this year because I think Ohio State's going to eh, – they're going to be good, but but you're, I'm just, but yeah, but you're you preaching think I'm to the choir. No, you're, you're preaching to the choir because other than my three beautiful children and my lovely wife and her amazing kitty, I live – I actually live and breathe for Saturday morning when that needle hits my vein and I pick – Fucking winners. I you love don't college see it football. That much. I you don't can't see it wait. That much. Hey, I meow, can't meow. wait. Listen, meow, meow. It, it's evasive for you, too. You're only 32. Ooh. It gets evasive on you, too. Now, you'll do, the, you'll do the bouncy chair, though. Bounce, 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 bounce. He'll bounce up and down on the bouncy chair with her, but she evades. It's evasive. <laughs> don't hey, lie. We leave You've been with her for though. 30 years. Hey, well, just about. Hey, before we leave football, who's your favorite pick in the draft? I wanted to ask y'all. Mine's Jalen Hyatt. I think he's the best receiver in the draft. I think the Giants finally hit on a receiver. I'll take the Giants over eight wins. And I think Hyatt, and again, that's like revisionist history. I think two years from now, everybody will say, well, yeah, of course Jalen Hyatt was going to be good. He was. He had five touchdowns against Alabama. Richards, he went third round. Only the fucking edge said he's the number one ride receiver. I put my balls on the line. That's what I really believe is Hyatt's the best receiver in the draft. Um, who's my, who's my favorite pick in the draft? I think B. John Robinson. I think B. John Robinson is going to do some yeah. work now, maybe not for five years, but I think in a three year period, especially in that offense, the way that Smith likes to run it, I think B. John Robinson, and he's a great fantasy pick too. I think B. John Robinson could have, mm-hmm. I think he could have like a Saquon Barkley type rookie year, 10, 12, 13 touchdowns. I, I like B. John. Yep. Who's my favorite pick in the draft? Very simple. The kid, Gibbs, that went to Detroit. I absolutely you love like him. You like for taking. I love him for the Lions offense. I love him. For, I know everyone's thinking, look, the Lions are getting the primetime game week one. They're going to play the Chiefs. Everyone. I don't know how good the Lions are going to be, but here's what I do know. That offense, the way golf, golf has crazy good command of that offense, and he's getting better every year with it. And they love, and they love more than any other, they love to throw to that. Jameer Gibbs, he, he's, he's going to get a little bigger. Mm-hmm. He's lightning quick. And you're not going to run him 20 times. That's not why they got him. They got him because they love to throw to backside of the backfield. And he's light, and he's going to make a difference. And everyone clubbed him. And I, I will not be surprised if he wins rookie of the year in the NFC. Meow. How about wow. that one? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And see, yeah. this hey, is why I love coming on the show. It's not just because I want to get on with Bish Bucks and get some ADs. The reality is I want to argue with okay. Skip because he's the same guy that says, oh, Dougie boy, you're an idiot. Jared Goff sucks. Blah, blah, blah. He'll never win a suit. He didn't say blah, blah. No. when he got to a yeah, Super Bowl, you said it was rim. luck and all that. Well, it was Goff's luck. legit. I know he's let me say this camp. Okay. He's legit in this scheme. It's a way better scheme than the Rams ever was for him, and you know it. And the players, there's not a there's not a more loved coach in the NFL, and this is a fact, than Dan Campbell. The players would die for him. You think players, there's a lot of coaches out there. The players are not sliced for their coaches. They love him. And when you're building that, that 
when you, like the players love the, uh, the kid for Philly, the player, the players love True. Andy Reid in his own. You got, when you love your, co- it's like anything else you do in life, Jason, you like when you work for a boss that, you know, you're like, I'm making a lot of money, but goddamn, they don't really appreciate me. And you're making them money. You're not as excited because you're making them money, making them. The Lions like to make Campbell look good. And and I'm telling you that matters in the NFL because the NFL is a grind, man. And I, I don't think Detroit's, everyone's too high on Detroit yet. I still think they're maybe another year away, but we're going to find out. But I just love Gibbs in that offense. I do. Oh, I don't disagree with that. I just wanted to club you about golf. I know, Poopy pants. I mean, I like I like Gibbs a lot, but I mean, I hope I don't know how many times he's going to touch the ball. That's fine, because they got David Montgomery there too. Okay. So Montgomery will touch the ball too. So you know he'll split backs. Mm-hmm. Montgomery. Let me tell you what Montgomery Montgomery sucks compared to him. He sucks. Well, he's <laughs> how about gonna, that. He's he gonna, sucks. He's going to be carrying the ball inside the ten. It's not okay. going to be Jameer Gibbs. Perfect. That's okay. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not where you use Gibbs. Gibbs isn't an inside the uh, five right. and 10. Gibbs is that guy when you're on the 40 yard line and it's third and three, and you're going to put a backer on a kid who runs a four, four, and you've got golf who knows that offense, like the back of your hands. And he goes, Bow! and throws the kitty, the perfect kitty pass. And he goes, down I like, Gib- I like Gibbs a lot better. If Jamison Williams is healthy and being the top stud Correct. receiver that I thought okay. he was coming out the draft. I don't like Montgomery. I am not a Montgomery fan though. Wasn't a Montgomery yeah. fan at Iowa state, but James, Wilson Williams likes to throw fan. the cash. He likes to pick fatty, so he's going to miss more time. <laughs> That's what he likes to do. Well, he needs to call the edge. Just on like one. By the way, by the way, what do you guys think of this pick? I'm going to throw JG out right under the table. He says week one, the commanders are playing in week one. Who are the commanders playing? Cardinals. In? Cardinals. Arizona. He says under 40 is the greatest week under 40 with he says his cardinals might not even score so just terrible. club them terrible, terrible pick oh hate you hate it. Okay. terrible tell yeah. him i said over unders are for losers because nobody on the field cares and if you're betting ten thousand dollars on a game you're damn sure not doing it on an over under because not a human in the whole field gives a flying fuck how many points are scored they care about winning so if i'm putting my real hard-earned money on something it's going to be something that the people are actually trying to do which is win the game and by the way, early in the season, defenses could easily get torched. Either one. You could see one team hang 30 on the other in that game so easy. There goes that relationship. Anyway, what are No, up? I love him, but I hate the pick. I mean All right, I'm just I'm messing with you, dude. I'm just messing with you. Now Jason wanted to get to a couple other things. That's gonna be Colt McCoy against Sam Howell. I mean, could it go under 40? Of course. I mean, that could easily be a, a Or you could have two pick sixes that make it fly over. Yeah. You know, there could be a terrible offense and still go over. That's why I don't like it. Well, how can you – well, that's it. Before, hey, be, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, it's tough to pick – few turnovers ahead. in the red zone. It's tough to pick totals in June when you have no idea who's healthy, who's starting, exactly. who's playing, and, you know, uh, it's just tough to do that. Well, he got clubbed. So he's I just been think some, clubbed. I think some guys guys look at unders as let's pick terrible offenses. That's wrong. You want to pick great defenses and unders because bad offense can turn into points. You know, Hal throws a pick sure. six, McCoy turns it over in the you know negative territory. Now they got a short field. You know, you want to pick great defenses. I don't think the Cardinals are a great defense, and the Redskins or the Commanders still got to prove it to me. So, and overall, I think over unders are losers. <laughs> okay. I know well, we can move on it. from that pick. 
Um, sorry, buddy. JG, sorry, man. You got, but hey, he, he picks winners and hoops. He's picking winners and hoops. I know Jason wanted to get to the live. I'll let you guys go off on the live PGA debacle. I read up on it a little more today. I can't believe the people that the players are. I mean, some of them are salty. Do you? So, what are your thoughts on? Did they sell out? What's the deal with it? It's crazy. Well, this is this is why they sold out. Okay. And who knows? There's there's a lot to uncover. There's a lot of unanswered questions. But the PGA Tour was in an antitrust lawsuit with Liv and their players. And then they actually countered the lawsuit. So they were paying these lawyers 40, 50, 70 million dollars. That could take months, if not years, to resolve. The the PJ Tour can't afford to pay lawyer fees 150 million bucks. All right. The PJ Tour was going to go under if they continued these lawsuits. So they said, fuck this. The the PIF, which is the investment fund from Saudi Arabia, they're going to give us about two to three, maybe four billion dollars. All right. Let's squash it. Let's come up with some sort of an agreement where, um, you know, maybe we'll bring some of the live players back to us. They still got to go through a process, but we're not going to pay lawyers hundreds of millions of dollars when they're going to give us money and make our players even more money. So, yeah, there was a lot of pissed off players. The immediate reaction, I understand, because Jay Monahan looks like a hypocrite, but Jay Monahan's not stupid. All right, that's a smart motherfucker. He did it to help his tour, his players, and all those guys are going to make so much more money. Now, the Rory McIlroy's of the world, he doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about the money. He's anti-Saudi Arabia. He's anti-Live. So maybe they'll figure out some sort of negotiation. But I understand why Jay Monahan did it. It was all financial. Pure and simple. Money is the loudest voice in the room. I'm not saying you're wrong about him being smart, but when he opens his mouth, he's dumb because he should have never brought in 9-11 and all that nonsense he i don't know how he even holds that spot much longer after I, and everybody listening probably already knows but he brought up 9-11 and the families and you know tried to get the moral high ground and yada yada but the one thing i want to know is with this merger is there going to be more like dell web uh technology match play because i get sized i mean that was the <laughs> best betting on golf of the year <laughs> Bish, I need to bring that back. And by the way, I know this isn't live on Twitter, but we got Bish and Skip. They look like they're playing on the live tour today. I mean, both of them about to hit the tea time in five minutes. The problem is they get, if you got me to the green, dude, you can put me on the tour. You can put me right on the tour on the green. 18 footer, sink it. Boop, tweet, 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 well, tweet, tweet. Oh, but I didn't can't skip. Drive the first ball. putt you've ever seen on me. I tell the story right now. First putt you've ever seen. Quick. Yeah, we've never played tell. before ever. We're playing two old men. Of course, Yappy here. We don't know him from Adam. He's like, hey, you guys want to bet right out of the first time. I'm like, this <laughs> guy. Bitch, I said a thousand I old. said, I hope you're, I said I, to myself, I'm like, I hope this silly motherfucker can play and he's good. So, of course, he shanks his first shot, and we're doing whatever. We're playing best ball or whatever we're doing. Yep, he's rented clubs. Rented clubs. We're there, the two old men. They're looking at him like, what's the deal here? Anyway, he's got he's got about 90 feet, and we need it to win the hole. A 90-footer, his first putt ever in Colorado. Tweet, 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 tweet. And they're like, this is – yeah. Drained it. Drained yeah, it. So drained far, it. I couldn't even see it, Bish. I need That's contact. I didn't have a contact. I didn't even see the ball. I mean, it was close to the green. It was a big green. Yeah, and they're like, sure this love. is crap, man. You guys wrangled us in. Now, 
Then Scott, then I got Skippy got hot with what did I make? Four out of five from distance at that. Seriously, you do you get hot. Four. I will say you do yeah. get hot with the putter. I will say got hot with the putter, and we took their chips. Now, what were you going to say? Enough of that. Anyway, I'm just telling. It's a true story. Well, love beep. it. Beep, 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 beep. Well, I played. I, I'm not. I didn't play today. I know I look like I played, but I didn't. I played yesterday, and I played really well on the front. I shot a 41 on the front, and I've been. I haven't played a lot this year because I was coaching softball. Skippy knows that. Back nine, I played like Skippy. I played like a fucking 22 <laughs> handicap. Uh, but then I come into the <laughs> I come into the bar. I come into the bar, and who's sitting there? I'm, I order my drink. Who's sitting there? Jay Gruden is sitting there. He's a member at the same of club. Of course, I was actually going to say that because yeah, yeah, you see him all the time. And did he did he call you? Did he say anything? No, he was cool. He was one of the coolest motherfuckers. His wife. What did he cool call you? Too, he has a name for you golf. though. What do you call you a radio something? Years ago, you uh, got salty cool. at him for something. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. No, he just he knows my name. I mean, shit. But I don't know. It was funny. I see him there all the time. He's a cool motherfucker. Right. I can't remember what he called. His son does TikToks for like sports gambling. My buddy. So does <laughs> hey his son does, and so does Sean Payton's daughter. Wow. Sean Payton's daughter has really? 23,000 followers, has her own show. Yeah, yes. Well, we got 3,000. How about that? <laughs> we need 30,000. Come on, man. What? How is this show not getting 30,000 views? Do, you know what we should hey. one day? Just pull your pants down, and that's, and maybe we'll get more views. What? <laughs> there, the We're Broncos done. We're wrapping the show, Rickies. Hold on. Broncos win total seven and a half. Do you like that? <laughs> that's that is so that is i'll be on I'll, I'll say this it's to me in the history that you've been looking at nfl win totals it's the most disrespectful number you've ever seen because what they're saying is to go under the broncos will be seven and ten right. with sean payton and a quarter of a billion dollar quarterback it's almost like they're teasing you to take that. Like they're saying, wait a minute, we're going to dare you. Cause that's a ridiculous number. I mean, eight and a half, you'd be like, I get seven and a half. We're going to go seven and 10 and Sean with Sean Payton and a quarter of a billion dollar quarter. We know why though. We know why all three of us sitting here know why the same reason the chargers are at nine and a half because the division is so outstanding. That's it's not really anything else, but that, but they well, play the Raiders twice. I mean, Actually, you know what? Raiders I'm stink. looking now. I, maybe it just updated. It's eight and a half. I see eight and a half. All right. Even that, because seven and a half is eight and a half. I mean, look, they just threw us for a loop right here in Vegas because they heard us doing it and they went, yeah, they um, even eight and a half. I'll be, just, I mean, that means you're still having up. a losing record. I'm just saying, I know the division's going to be good. I know. I know. I don't know if I'd go over or under that, but I just think it's a crazy number. Hey, Dougie Fresh, you're my man. Let's get back on uh, quick. Let's. Hey, bring me on big fat winners, too. I'll pick some fucking baseball fatties. I'll I, just kill you. I that. think I lost my co-host to JG. I think JG swindled my co-host, man. I have no idea. It's like yeah. Liv came in. He's like Liv, man. He's got all this cash. He took my, my co-host. I got to get him back. I got to do a merger. Dude, JG has cash, baby. Anyway, talk to you guys <laughs> later now. So tonight, Thursday night, Bishop and I will be back Monday, thanks to The Edge. And JG will be his Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Bishop and I will be back, like I said, either Monday or Tuesday.
Hey, real mm. quick before we leave, Jason, who won the uh, softball game one? No, who won game one of the softball? Oklahoma beat Florida State five zippy. Jordy Ball is just a baller. She's from Papillon, Nebraska. Mm. <clears throat> Her ERA for the year is one, one. Actually, I think it might be less than one. It might be 0.92. She is awesome. She's a sophomore. Uh, they're unbeatable. That would be the third straight national championship for Oklahoma in softball. That's insane. That's how we end it. Beow! <laughs> What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL picking fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you've subscribed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out fatties. 